Welcome to the Encounter Community Church Podcast, where we take God's Word and look at how we can utilize, practically apply it, and implement it into our lives. Welcome back to the podcast for Encounter Community Church. My name is Ken Ballard Jr. I am the pastor here at Encounter. And it's hard to believe that this is actually my last podcast being recorded of 2021. I I will say this, that 2021 did go by far more quickly than 2020. It it seemed like 2020 was going to be the year that would never end, didn't it? But then we hit 2021, and 2021 to me has felt like it has blown by. Now, that does not mean that 2021 has not been without its challenges. But still, here we are at the end of the holiday season, or starting to get close to the end of the holiday season. This will be my last podcast that will have Christmas music on it, which again, for me, this is always a time of the year where I get a little bit depressed because I, I, I just love Christmas so much. I love driving through the neighborhoods and seeing the lights on the houses and all those other elements. It just makes me happier. And so this is, this is always the time of the year that's a little bit of a struggle to me in one way, but in another way, let me be hopefully one of the first ones to say to you, Happy New Year. Because either you're listening to this in 2021 or in 2022, and hopefully not too far into 2022. But I, I, I'm excited about just the possibilities of what 2022 may represent. There, there's some things that I'm working on to just try to become better at myself and better at who I am. And, and that's one of the things I love about the new year is that it's an opportunity for us to do that. And most likely, I probably will say something like this similar next week because, again, the idea of a new year is just such an incredible gift from God. And and knowing that I'm going to say a lot of that next week, I'm going to maybe stop here so that you're not listening to a revamp or a rerun for next week as well as we look at stepping into the new year. But, but with that in mind, have you been checking out this weather? <laughs> this weather is crazy. I don't think I can ever remember a holiday season with this much rain for us. I mean, I, I, I would have to probably go back to when I was a kid, maybe. I, I can't remember having this much rain during the holiday season. And in other areas, that rain translates into snow. And it goes on and on and on. And of course, our weather system is, of course, going to make its way across the United States so that other people will get to experience the winter that we are experiencing. And I do remember complaining at one point, like, when is winter going to get here? It seems because in in October, I should I call it hot-tober, which is what I almost said. But in October, it seemed like it was later or hotter later than it typically is. And some of that heat even went into November. Well, I guess winter's like, all right, you asked for it. I'm going to give it to you, buddy. I'm going to give it to you. (laughs) On on Christmas Day, we had about 20 people come over to our house. And 
We had the backyard decorated and ready to go for us to sit and eat at. Well, let's just say we had to be flexible on that and bring everyone inside because of the rain. And the good thing is everyone's vaccinated, so there's no worries about the COVID challenges that we're having. So it was nice. It was really nice to be able to, to be together. But I, I will tell you that I am someone who loves the rain. I just absolutely do. And I think one of the reasons why I, I, I love it just after the rain, especially when it's in the morning time or the afternoon time, and you see the clouds part and the sun starts to shine through and, and the sky is, is bluer than ever, just magnificent. And then there's that, that, there's that smell, there's that rain smell and this freshness and, and renewal and everything just seems like it's been washed clean. Now, I know some of you may be saying, well, Ken, that's because it's all been washed into the ocean and that's all being polluted. I know, I know, but please don't rob my moment. <laughs> Let me have my time to just enjoy. But I do agree with you. We do need to work on cleaning the streets so that none of that is put into our oceans. We got some serious work to do at that. But I just like the idea of freshness and and newness and everything seems to be greener and the, the, the flowers seem to be prettier. It's, there's just something about having all the dirt washed away. And I, I, I just love it. I just love it after the rain. And can we begin to think of our new year like that? I can't think of a better way to symbolize the ending of the old year than raining and washing away the old to make room for the new. I'm going to hold on that. I might use that actually on Sunday morning as well. But I, I like the idea of that. You know, last Sunday we finished our series that we've been doing called The Promise of Christmas. And so far, you know, during this series, we, we've had a, a passage that really has been our anchor uh, for this series. And that's Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 which says, for a child is born to us, a son is given to us, the government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And so what we've been doing each week is we've been hitting each one of those. We've talked about the Wonderful Counselor, we talked about the Mighty God. Last week we would have looked at Everlasting Father, but like I said before, we had 20 people coming over for Christmas. So I was a little bit busy, just a little bit busy trying to get everything ready for that. So I wasn't able to record last week. But now we're looking at this idea of the Prince of Peace as we get ready to head into the new year. And I think that there couldn't be a better description of Jesus than the Prince of Peace. Now, when we dove into this idea of peace on Sunday, because I think a lot of times when many of us think of peace, we, we think of the absence of conflict. And, and really, that seems like that's the definition of peace. However, the Hebrew word that is used for peace in this passage is shalom. So actually together, it's sar 
Shalom. Sasar meaning chief, captain, chieftain, ruler, leader. And then it's qualified by Shalom, which is can be translated as peace. That's one of the translations. But it can also be translated as wholeness, welfare, completeness. So there's a much bigger picture there than just the absence of conflict. And, and I love this idea. The Prince of Peace, Sar Shalom. And everything that we turn to, to try to find our completeness, to try to find our wholeness, there is nothing that compares to Jesus Christ. In another passage in Hebrews chapter 12, he's referred to as the author and perfecter of our faith. And I think if we were to look at that, we would say that he is the one who is the one who helps us to initiate our faith, and he is the one who completes our faith. In Philippians, there's another passage, I believe it's Philippians 1.6, it says, he who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. So there's that idea, again, of being complete, the idea of being whole. And the imagery that we gave of that last Sunday is because what we've been doing that's symbolic is uh, each week we've kind of opened a, a, a gift under the Christmas tree that's a metaphor uh, and a picture of what it was that Jesus Christ was to us each week. And, and so this week when I opened the gift, I pulled out a puzzle piece because the idea behind that, and that was the question that I asked is, have you ever done a puzzle? And then you get down to the end and there's one piece that's missing. Now, for some of you who are a little bit OCD, <laughs> that's going to drive you bonkers because you have this thing that you haven't been able to complete. But even if you don't have OCD, there's still a part of you that is frustrated, maybe even disappointed because you weren't able to complete the design. You weren't able to complete the puzzle. And many times when we think of something that is symbolic of peace, we don't think of a puzzle piece, do we? We think of an olive branch. Uh, we think of the peace sign. Uh, we think of something along those lines. But again, those images are also the images of someone who is absent of conflict. But the idea of shalom is someone who is able to be whole even in the midst of conflict, even in the midst of conflict, someone who is whole, someone who is complete, someone who is able to overcome their setbacks and their challenges and not allow their setbacks and challenges to define them because, again, they are declared complete. They are declared whole because of what it is they've been able to establish in their relationship with God. So it's, it's a really, really powerful concept. It's a really, really powerful piece of insight. And, and that's maybe one of the questions that we could ask ourselves then. And, and I want to challenge you to do this. As you are ending 2021, think about this year and just begin to ask yourself, what is it that I have turned to in order for me to feel whole, 
in order for me to feel complete? What is it that I've turned to? And let me tell you this. I think sometimes we don't recognize what it is that we've turned to until we find ourselves in stressful situations. I love what it says in Leviticus chapter 19, verse 4. It says, do not put your trust in idols or make metal images of gods for yourselves. I am the Lord, your God. Now, here's the question. Why is that so significant? What is this passage saying? When God thinks of an idol, he, he thinks of something that we turn to to replace him, to replace his presence, uh, to replace his work in our lives. It, it's something that we turn to for satisfaction, for wholeness, for purpose, for completion. And, and so God is saying, don't put your trust in anything or anyone else but me. So that's the question that you want to ask yourself is what did you turn to for completion? And as I said before, stress will reveal that. I, I talked about that a little bit on Sunday when I, when I talked about COVID. One of the reasons why people really struggled with COVID is because COVID exposed the idols. COVID exposed the things other than God that we turned to in order to feel complete. And, and some of us lost those things or we felt the threat of losing those things. And that was usually followed up with another question that either we ask consciously or subconsciously. And that question is, who am I without it? Who am I without this job? Who am I without this money? Who am I without this home? Who am I without? And you fill in the blank, whatever it might be, whatever it is that you turn to, because that is where we get our completion from. So let me, so let me break it down this way. What, what does completion mean? Well, when someone is, feels complete or they feel whole, they feel a sense of security. Now the security may not necessarily be in what they have, but there's a sense of security in themselves that I may lose everything, but I will not lose me. I will not lose my God. I am grounded in that. So there's that sense of security. There's also completion. Maybe you feel a sense of safety, not just security, but safety. I, I was meeting with a friend the other day and we were actually not yes, yesterday. And, and we were talking about just the area that we live in. And I was saying that I get up in the morning and it's still dark outside sometimes. And I'll go running while it's dark and it doesn't even cross my mind of my safety because I just feel comfortable there. Now, if a, circum if a circumstance were to happen, it made me question that. I, I live in Torrance, California, and I have never been completely worried about being pulled over by the Torrance Police Department. Never completely worried about it. But then there was an article 
that came out that talked about some of the racial challenges that exist within the Torrance Police Department. Now, I will say this. I'm so glad that the chief, Chief Hart, dealt with it. He was the one that wanted to make sure that the, the guys who had painted swastikas on cars, he wanted to make sure that those guys were prosecuted. He took it to the district attorney and said, look, I want these guys prosecuted. So that made me feel good. And, and I'm really hoping that what he'll also do is he will make sure that there were some guys who exchanged racist tweets. And it was highly, highly offensive, some of the ones that I saw. I'm hoping that he will deal with those. I, I believe that he, he will. And, and what that brings back to me is a sense of safety, that I feel okay running in my neighborhood, that I don't have to grip my steering wheel tighter being pulled over in Torrance by the Torrance Police Department because I am a black man driving through Torrance. But that's what completion means. It means security. It means safety. It means significance, that, that I have value. So where do you turn in order to find your value? Maybe it's your job that makes you feel valuable. And maybe that's why COVID challenging that. Because where do you turn to when you're in a position of leadership, where you have people that are, again, under your authority and you're growing and you get bonuses based upon your performance? There, there's that significance. You feel important. You have that cheerleader that's in your background that's, that's cheering you on and you feel good about what it is that you do. And hopefully... Your cheerleader is your boss, someone who really believes in you. And because they believe in you, they give you more responsibility, and that makes you feel even more important. It makes you feel even more significant. Completion also, meaning, also means that you feel that you belong, uh, that you feel loved, that you feel accepted. It's a connection of, of all of those things. When you feel like you belong, you feel complete when you feel like you're loved. You feel complete when you feel like you're accepted for who you are, that you don't have to pretend to be something that you're not, that warts and all, you know, spinach and teeth and all, that when people see your struggles, when they see your, your, your weaknesses, when they see that you're still accepted for who you are, that makes you feel complete. And speaking of being accepted for who you are, when we're confident in ourselves, when we have that self-esteem, that powerful, that strong self-esteem, we feel confident. Some of, us, some of us may try to find our completion in our identity. I think that that's why we're having the gender challenges that we're having now with he, she, they, them. I think that that's why we're having those challenges. And I want to make this really clear. I, I'm not judging those who have those issues. I, I think it's very easy to look at someone and judge them. But I look at it another way. I, I look at here's someone who's trying to figure out what and who I am because at the end of the day, I, I just want to feel complete. So what I need is not someone who will come along and judge me for the way that I try to define myself, but, but someone who will come along and walk beside me as I try to figure this thing out. Someone who will love me anyway. And maybe even more than that, someone who will love me if 
this thing that I turn to to try to identify myself fails. It, it may feel good in the moment, but maybe down the line, as I began to go through this process of self-examination and figuring these things out again, and my new pronoun doesn't match what it is that I feel about me, and I feel empty once again, I need to know that there's someone that I can turn to and, and walk beside that will love me and encourage me through that process. Because again, at the end of the day, every single one of us, our goal is to feel complete. So again, completion means security, safety, significance, belonging, love, acceptance, identity, self-esteem. And as I said before, stress reveals your source of completion. And so again, that, that brings us back to that question. What is it? What is it that you are afraid of losing? And if you lost it, would you lose you? It says in Psalm 97, verses 6 and 7, it says, The heavens proclaim his righteousness. Every nation sees his glory. Verse 7, Those who worship idols are disgraced. All who brag about the worthless gods, for every god must bow down to him. So here's the thing that we have to understand. Everything that we turn to in order to have completion can be lost, can be taken away from us. And if I lose it, where is my sense of completion then? Where is it then? So here's the thing that I, I wanted to just kind of dig into is, is what does completion look like? What does it look like? And, and there are a couple passages that come to mind. Psalm chapter 13, verses 1 through 6. It says, Oh Lord, how long will you forget me? Forever? How long will you look the other way? How long must I struggle with anguish in my soul, with sorrow in my heart every day? How long will my enemy have the upper hand? Turn and answer me, O oh Lord my God. Restore the sparkle to my eyes or I will die. Don't let my enemies gloat saying we have defeated him. Don't let them rejoice at my downfall. Wow, we are talking about someone who's struggling, right? Someone who's wrestling. Someone whose core is threatened. And if we were to stop at verse 4, we would say, man, I, you know. And some of you hear this, hear this and you say, David, the guy who wrote this passage, you say, David, man, I feel what you feel. I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. And some of you have walked away from God because of feeling these things. But then David says this in verse five, but I trust in your unfailing love. 
I will rejoice because you have rescued me. I will sing to the Lord because he is good to me. Isn't that crazy? I mean, verses one through four are passages of misery. And then you get to verses five to six and they're statements of hope. And, and these are statements that are being made and the deliverance hasn't happened yet. These are statements being made and the enemy still has authority over him. The enemy is still the one that's in power. Restore the sparkle to my eyes or I will die. That's the statement of someone who's incomplete. Restore the security to my eyes or I will die. Restore the safety, significance, belonging, love, identity, self-confidence. Restore those things to my eyes or I will die. But then it turns around in verse five, but I trust in your unfailing love. This is someone who's able to find peace in the midst of his conflicts. I will sing to the Lord because he not will be good to me, not was good to me, that he is good to me. Even in the midst of my mess, God is still good. That's the confidence of someone who's complete. I also love what it says in Romans chapter five, verses three, to five, three, three through five. It says, we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials for we know that they help us develop endurance and endurance develops strength of character and character strengthens our, our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. So I, I love this. We can rejoice when we run into problems and trials, not we can rejoice when our problems and trials end, not when we, not we can rejoice when we don't have any problems and trials. It says we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials. Why? For we know that they help us develop endurance. So another, it's interesting. This is saying my problems actually open a path to my completion. Now think about that. My problems open a path to my completion. Usually we say, no, no, no. Get rid of my problems. Then I'll be complete. And this is saying, no, let me go through my problems because they complete me. So I love what it doesn't say. It, it doesn't say that we won't have any loss, that we won't have any hardship, that we won't have any suffering. Completion means that my hardships no longer define me. They no longer define me. I'm made whole. I am made 
people. Why? Because Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And he completes me. So it's very important for us to understand that we need to turn to Jesus to have our peace. And as you're listening to this podcast, I just want to say this, whether you are a Christian or not, it is very important for you to understand that you can be a Christian and not to be complete because you have allowed other things to begin to define or try to complete you. So go back and look at your 2021 and really dig into it. Dig into yourself and just begin to say, what can I do differently? How can I be differently? Or how can I be different? Where can I live differently? So kick off 2022 by asking, what did the stresses of 2021 reveal? Where do I find my completion? And how do I begin now to change and orchestrate my life so that I find those things in Jesus? Because as I said before, whatever it is that you turn to to find your completion, if it is not Jesus, it can be lost and it can be taken away from you. Your health finances, career, relationships, all those things that we turn to, to feel whole and complete, can be lost. Jesus is the only thing that cannot. So will we try to find it in him? Then in the midst of my conflict, I'm complete, and because I'm complete, because I'm whole, I'm at peace. And then something stands out different about my life. Something stands out in significance about my life where people will be able to look at my life and say, look, I see how you have made it through this thing, and yet you are dealing with these stresses in such an incredible manner. And you can respond, I, I am, because through Jesus Christ, I'm complete. And that means even if I lose everything, now, will I be happy about losing everything? Well, you'd be crazy if you did. <laughs> Woohoo, I lost it all, yeah! You'd be a little bit out of your gourd. However, I can lose everything. And I'm still complete because I have not lost the most important thing. And that's Jesus. Material things, emotional things can all be taken away, but spiritual things will not. So I'm grounded and founded in him. Well, I hope that this has been an encouragement to you. Thank you for listening to the last podcast of 20. 21. And next week, we're going to dig into this idea a little bit more 
as we talk about unleashing the new in 2022. You like that? Unleash the new in 2022. So make sure that you join us on Sunday for the live stream. And even better, if you can make it for the service, we would love to have you there. What better way to kick off the new year than to start it out with going to church once again? What better way to do that? So we'd love to have you come and join us for the service. I know that there's the Omicron scare. So, you know, we, we do encourage everyone mask up. So come on out for that. And again, if you are that uncomfortable, please, please join us on our live stream. God bless you. Wish you the best in 2022. And may 2022 be the year that we step into, again, what Encounter is all about. Love up. May 2022 be the year that we fall madly and passionately in love with God. May 2022 be the year that we recognize our opportunity to be able to make an eternal difference in the lives of others, our opportunity to be able to help those who are suffering, to help those who are broken, and maybe, just maybe, to guide them on the path to completion as well. And as we do that, as we love God and as we love others, then you know what will happen is we'll grow more and more in love with ourselves. So love up, love out, love in. God bless you. The next time I talk to you, will be next year. Thank you so much for joining us for the Encounter Community Church podcast. If you could do us a favor, whatever service it is that you're listening to this podcast on, please rate and review us. If there's anything that we can do better, please let us know. But by rating and review, it also make our podcast easier for others to be able to find. If you would like to support us at Encounter financially with what it is that we're doing to make a difference in our community, whether it's the mobile food bank, whether it's serving at North High School, or making a difference, again, in our community, feel free to head over to our website, encountercommunity.church. Click the link that says online giving. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. That way, when we post new live streams or new vlogs, you'll be updated. As well as, please head over to Facebook and like our page. That way, when we post new podcasts, again, new vlogs, new live streams, or have church events, You'll be updated and know what's going on here at Encounter. As we said before, thank you so much. We're so glad to have you with us. And we look forward to you being a part of the podcast next week.